up, everyone? Welcome back. Episode 12. We are here. We are here. Chris Nairam, how are we doing? Great. Great. Happy First snowfall. Here. I don't like that. Yeah, that was kind of interesting to wake up to. Yeah, it started last night and I was not happy. Not a happy camper. Hard to drive to work? Uh, it took forever. Yeah. I was going like 40. Oh, really? Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. It was awful. I mean, I pulled out of our driveway. Well, I woke up and my boss had texted me. He's like, don't worry about coming in today. Just work from home. And I was like, my guy. Because <laughs> I drove out of our driveway. I had to go run errands this morning. And it was literally all ice. Yeah, it's terrible. But melted. Yeah. Just completely melted. I'm so. happy about the sun this afternoon. Uh, <laughs> I was. Uh, I also had a little bit of a freak out uh, right after I left my place this morning. Because I was like, huh, it's snowing. And it's the first snowfall, so people always drive kind of iffy. Oh, terrible. No, we drive snowfall. Yeah, it's terrible. And so I was like, huh, I'm pretty sure I have my insurance card in my car. <laughs> but let me just double check. So I pull out my wallet from the uh, from my uh, pocket, pocket. Yeah. And not there. Oh. I check my middle console, also not there. I'm like, crap, where did I put that? Yeah. So I am not sure. I remember grabbing them from my parents' house, mm -hmm. and I completely forget where I put them. And so I was sitting at the stoplight. You got State Farm? Yeah, yeah. I was sitting at the stoplight right over there, just like two, two minutes from my place. And I was like, well, crap, I could go back yeah. to my place and try and find it, or we could just go for it yeah i went for it and yeah. made it uh, thankfully but and then i printed it out at work but like i was a little worried i feel like there has to be something and maybe it's not but it's, i feel like with your license and everything it has to be something where like you can prove insurance i mean i could look it up online yeah. on my phone you hope it doesn't like, get to that yeah in like it took me it took me like a minute mm -hmm. to look it up and right. like have proof of insurance or whatever yeah. but it's crazy anyways it's winter wonderland so out that's there. a reminder for you kids out there find always have cards. the insurance yeah. <laughs> just have one in your car one in your wallet <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't lose that because you kind of need it yeah 100 percent. but anyways let's get into a big week uh well let's just uh make a little note right here big week for the fellow right over here yeah it's a big week uh yeah next time you hear from us It'll, it'll be a married man. I will be a married man, which is crazy to think. But I'm excited. Should be a good time. All the planning. I'm just, I am really just happy it did all kind of go smooth after a little bit. Obviously, there were some hiccups, but. Would Alyssa say that it went smooth too? or? I think to you? an extent. I think we did, she did <laughs> a very, very good job of planning everything out up front. Mm -hmm. um, so it kind of Good helped. job, Alyssa. Yeah, very good job, Alyssa. She deserves all the credit. Um but I think it was like for her, it was there was some stressors. But I think when it came down to it, it just is what it is. I think we got to that point where it's like the night's going to go, how the night's going to go. And we have food, we have alcohol, we have music. So what more could you need? We have a roof and we're good. Love it. So, all right. There it is. Well, let's jump in. Minnesota Minute. Yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota Minute. Minnesota Vikings beat the Packers Sunday. Uh, they play in Atlanta coming up here this Sunday. Obviously, the news about Kirk Cousins isn't great. We'll get to that later. Minnesota Gophers beat Michigan State. They play Illinois at home this Saturday. Timberwolves starting a little slower. At 1-2, they're playing the Nuggets, Jazz, and Celtics here coming up. Minnesota Wild also starting a little slower. They're 3-4-2, three, three-game losing streak. Actually, they have the Devils, Rangers, Islanders coming up. And then Gopher basketball next week on the 4th 
of November tip off against Bethune Cookman. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Bethune. Where is that? Is that D1? Yep. Okay. Uh, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I I just don't know. East Coast. Bethune Cookman. Wildcats. I I would guess Maryland. Um, Oh, this is football, but. Daytona. Just click Daytona Stadium. Where's that? Oh, right here. Mm-hmm. Daytona Beach, Florida. Wow. Okay, so down south. Yep. Nice. That's well, East Coast. I think I, our first eight games or something are against pretty. Yeah. And then we start conference. We play McAllister. Exhibition game. Yeah. Nice. I think we also play San Francisco, who's always a fun team to bet on. Oh. Scores a lot of points. Well, uh, so fun fact for you. Apparently, there was a so that in college basketball they have these like secret scrimmages. Wait. What? Yeah, secret scrimmages are like uh, essentially games that they play other schools um, that are like secret, not so secret kind of thing. Okay. Uh, and is that, is we that had we had one against uh, Colorado State. Really? Already? Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. We got. Uh, got smoked. Absolutely smoked. <laughs> Oh, so it's, it doesn't go like on your record or no, nothing no, no. like it's that. Not, it's, it's literally not an actual game. Got it's, it. It's a uh, it's a secret scrimmage. It's a scrimmage. So are there fans and stuff, or is it literally just a scrimmage? It would be like uh, all teams must do this. Right? A lot of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, like what? I mean, even when I was playing at Gustavus, we had two scrimmages. Really? Yeah. Against like D ones? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Just like we would go down to we went down to Iowa and played a team down there, and we. Played, uh, I don't know, somebody else. Oh, like sometimes we'd play Mankato. Uh, mm-hmm. So just like warm up games. Yeah. So instead of practicing, you get yeah. slash scrimmages. Okay. So it's going to be a long year you for can, the Ghosts. You can only have like a couple. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we got, it was like a lot, like 83 to 49. Oh, no. So like something like smoked. that. To Colorado State. Yeah, well, our team's not good. But, like, I don't know if you saw on Sunday, uh, like, Michigan State played Tennessee. In oh, a, so there's in some... A, like, an exhibition. So there's some legit kind of thing. You yeah. kind of probably pick your team. Villanova played Duke. Oh. That score was, like, actually secret, and they didn't, like, keep track of the score or whatnot. So it's almost like a game where it's, like, it's such an exhibition where, like, if the coaches wanted to, they could be like, all right, let's set up. Yeah, this for the last five minutes. Uh, or is it actually just not, like twenty minutes? Not in like the Tennessee, Michigan State one. Like that one, that one, and then Illinois played Kansas. Like it kind of depends on what the like expectations are going in. Okay. Like so, for some, as long as both people are on the same page, like they can probably stop it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then others are like, no, this is actually like. That's how we want to go. Well, I saw Kentucky played some NAIA school. And yeah. I think they said in like the first half, the NAIA school, I don't know what the name was, but had like yeah, no, seven the, blocks. That NAIA school was pretty good. I That's think. what they said. They're good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So interesting. Yep. All right. Cool. Round table. You want to start? Or you want me to start? I mean, I can start. All right. Well, go ahead. College football. Uh, what are your thoughts? So Clemson, not good this year. Hasn't really been good the last. They're two four. Years, being honest, the last two or three. Yeah, you could you could argue three. Yeah. Uh, they're four and four this year. They just lost to North Carolina State. Um, they're obviously out of the playoff. And Dabo's catching fire because he 
is kind of aggressively responding to uh, either reporters or uh, people that will call into his like radio show. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that the uh, the responses from them are warranted? They're basically saying, what's going on? Like we're paying you all of this money and this is the product that you are putting out there. Like mm-hmm. we don't get anybody from the transfer portal. We've been bad for three years in a row. We're paying you 10 or $11 million a year and you can't do any, like you're not resulting in wins. Right. So like what the heck's going on? And he's basically like coming straight back at him and mm-hmm. saying like, if you think you could do a better job, like you should apply for this as long, like if, if they don't want me as the coach, then uh, they'll tell me and uh, I'll just go coach somewhere else and you guys will be sorry that you don't have me anymore. Yeah, and I think it's probably the responses. I don't think the responses are warranted. I think that's kind of the part of the job. 100%. Like I think there's ways to do it where I think it's hard because like you're always going to be criticized as the coach no matter how you respond to these reporters and it's a reporter's job to ask tough questions. Yeah. Like no one wants to be told they suck. All right. Right? Like you're 4 and 4, you know you aren't doing so well. The hard part about him is like they have they've always been like a powerhouse school since he's been there. Like and they've that, won national that championships, is part they've of done what it. he said. Right, and they they develop and they produce college like NFL caliber players. The hard part is it's like, okay, let's compare him to other coaches that have turned programs around. Nick Saban, way better than him. Way better. Continuing to be in the top 10, 15, mm-hmm. whatever. So it's like, I mean, I think it's just pure frustration. I think at the same time, like, oh, somebody applied for this job. Like, that's just a sorry way. It's like, dude, just get better. Yeah. If you have to, you have to adjust, I think, with the times where it's like, hey, we got to use the transfer portal. Yeah. You might have to. This guy, I mean, there was a few times during games where like, the quarterback just like wouldn't listen to what Dabo was saying. He just ran his mm-hmm. own place. And yeah. it was like, dude, you have to be able to control that. The hard part is at this point, I think he's just lost him. I don't know. He also is definitely against paying players. And 100%. That, he's old school, which is hurting him more than helping him. Right. But I think it's one of those things, too, where it's like they've been bad. They'll always be like, oh, we have this five-star recruit potentially or these high recruits. But it's like at some point, like – who are you going to get that's better than this guy? Like he's been successful. Yeah. And uh, it's hard yeah. to do that. And it's like, even if he goes somewhere else, like, I just don't know. I think this is hurting him more than it's helping him, where it's like, if he does find a different job, that's cool. It's kind of like, oh, well, we're kind of taking on the baggage, knowing that if shit hits the fan, he's kind of going to be a little salty. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, it's a reporter's job to ask questions. I mean, well, just I'd- get better. You, you've lost four games. Four games, all ACC teams, and they're playing Notre Dame this week, which mm-hmm. is potentially another loss. Very and they still have to play North Carolina, yeah. also another. Which is crazy because North Carolina kind of has fallen off the last two games. But I think, I think the hardest part is like when you think of Clemson, you're like, okay, defense unreal. Well, you lost your defensive coach or defensive coordinator to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Now it's like, all right, Devil, what are you gonna do? Like, you have to prove you can win. I mean, the only wins you have are against teams that are bad, and you beat Wake Forest by five points. Yeah, like cool, you beat Charleston South. So I think he, I think he has to be on the hot seat. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but they are paying him a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. So, um, what do you got? So my thing, which actually we just saw was updated live college football playoff. There's currently seven teams, five. Well, 
five of them that are inside the top five, the top five teams, and then two outside that are undefeated. And there's eight teams that have one loss. Mm-hmm. Is it a thought in your head that you would like to see more teams in the college football playoff? Besides four. It's very hard, I think, to get to four. Obviously, we've talked about this. You have, obviously, Ohio State playing Michigan, so one of them will knock out. But it's also like, do we think it's a good idea to expand to, like, eight to 12? Aren't they Aren't they expanding it? They're talking about it. I don't think it's been confirmed. Oh, really? I don't think it has been confirmed. Oh. But if it has, I guess if it has, I'll update that right now. But if it has, what do you think is the ideal amount of teams? Eight. Eight? Yep. Okay. And do you think eight because uh, then nobody gets a buy? Nobody's because football is definitely a sport where you, I think, you benefit from getting a buy more so than some of the other sports because your body doesn't have to take the beating. Oh, it's of twelve a next game. season. They are playing that into place next yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I would say eight's better because yeah. with 12, you do have four teams that get a bye, and then you have basically four play-in games, and then you have a basically a bracket of eight, right? Yeah. And so I think that a better way to do it would have been to just start with eight. Yes, you don't get to say, oh, all of these teams made it to the playoffs, mm-hmm. but... I don't think we need to be out here giving up participation trophies in college football anyways. So, I mean, it's, they'll, I believe it's based off of conference, which it'll be interesting to see how that changes with the conferences changing. But, uh, I think eight would have been a better choice. Yeah. And I think it's hard too, because it's also like, so now with 12, Mm -hmm. if you have a team who basically goes undefeated in their conference, are they in? Yeah. So it's like, okay, you're undefeated in your conference, and now you get to play Michigan. Good luck. You're going to get smoked. Well, it's like one of those it things. It depends on the conference. Like, the yeah. the conference champion of each conference is, like, automatically in. Okay. So, like, this is the thing. So, like, Air Force would be in. Or is it, no. like, the big conference? The big conference. Got it. Got yeah, it. yeah. So it does put some more emphasis on potentially like Big Ten, if you look at the Big Ten, if somehow a team from the Big Ten West upsets a Big Ten team in the championship, they're automatically in. I think there's like wild cards, and then there's like the conference champions, and then there's like... Damn. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it's like specified out like, oh, there's this many wild card teams. Oh, there's this many, like the winner of each conference is in, in this spot, so on and so forth. Okay. Interesting, yeah. I mean, I think it's good. I think the expansion needed to happen, but yeah, I agree with you. I think eight's twelve seems better a number. Much. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. You got anything for NBA? I do. Uh, go for it. I actually have something for NFL. Quick, uh, oh, yeah, new Scorgami. Yeah, I saw that. What <laughs> they mentioned it on Red Zone. One thousand seventy ninth unique score of the Cowboys versus the Rams, forty three to twenty. That's crazy. One thousand seventy ninth unique score. That doesn't seem like such a random number. No, I mean, 43? 43 more so, but 20 just seems normal. Like, you see 20s everywhere. Yeah, 20s is two touchdowns, two field goals, or... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 43 is kind of weird, but there wasn't... I don't think there was, like, a safety or anything. Mm, so, no, it I is kind of interesting. So. 43 is kind of interesting, but it's also... It is crazy. 1,079th unique score. Yeah. There can't be much left. 
You wouldn't <laughs> think so, but then some score happens in the next four weeks. There will probably be another one. Yeah. So see what happens. What do you got? Uh, NBA. Did you see the uh, the court designs for the NBA play-in tournament? Court designs? Yes. No. Look those up. That's coming up, isn't it? Yes. So on on nights that the play-in tournament are happening, so every team is playing their play-in games on those nights, and the court designs are is going to it? yes. Okay. The court designs are like full-on colors. So they each have the team's logo with the playing tr- like champion trophy at midcourt, but then like like the Suns court is purple, and Boston's court is green, like That's red. Yeah, and the wait, Bulls so are these these red. are at, like these are this will be Target Center. Yeah, if you if you scroll down to the Minnesota one, ours is like light blue. Yeah, that's not terrible. What what? Go to Phoenix. Look at the Pelicans. Oh my That's god! Disgusting. <laughs> a deep purple with a lime green. That's actually gross. Keep going. Yeah, purple with light blue. So this is what the courts are going to look like for the in-season tournaments. How long is the in-season tournament? Do you know? Uh, well, there's pools to start. Pools. Okay. And then there's a semi. The semifinals and the. I mean, Utah's full-on purple. Yeah, but that looks better. Pelicans look disgusting. The Pelicans was rough. Uh, the semifinals and finals are in Vegas. Okay. Uh, but the 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 pool play games are just like random nights, uh, like specified nights, but uh, they're throughout the beginning part of the season here in I believe. So is it November and December? This might be a dumb question. Is it like one of those? Is it like a? tournament where it's like hey for the next three games this will all be part of this no. season tournament so it's like it could be part of it it could not be part of it no on given nights all the games that are happening are part of the in-season tournament like look up the pools wait so they gotta freaking change the courts oh yeah. oh yeah what what are we doing here so november 3rd cleveland cavaliers indiana pacers so where's our first game let's see Minnesota Timberwolves versus the Spurs. Oh, so, no. So all third. of these games on the 3rd. Mm-hmm. Are part of it? Yes. So then on the 10th. So it says Friday. So almost. So it must be Fridays. Then a Tuesday. Tuesdays and Fridays. Wow. Yeah, so all those games are part of it. So there's pools. There's different pools in each conference. Okay. And then... So do these the still win- count towards your record? Like yep. just regular season record? Oh, they're just trying to do something the else. The only additional game is the championship. Weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So... Are you interested? I mean... Does it matter? You'll still watch the Timberwolves. Yeah. But that's it, a dis- it'll just be like a regular game, except for the court will be completely different. The court will look like just bad yeah i, I only last till december i would expect that the first play-in game that is a home game for the wolves when we have that court we'll wear our like lake design yeah jersey so new, the new jerseys yeah mm-hmm. but so it's like so then you play thursdays so these games are literally just additional games just those but so if you're part of these games 
Are you playing more than 82 games? Just the final. Yeah, but it says in-season tournament to be determined on Monday. Because it, de- de- it depends on who wins the pools. But that's what I'm saying. So if you win the pools and then you go to the finals, that's an extra. No, but I believe that... They're built into the schedule? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, those courts were gross. Some of them were. Some of them could be decent. Yeah, but, some of them. But they just went way hard. They went like with the color rush. Yeah, very, <laughs> very bright colors. So. All right, let's move on. Someone's burning. That's what I thought earlier. <laughs> Someone's burning. I don't so really... if you guys see us skedaddle, something is burning in this apartment. Dude, I don't know what it was, but it was happening earlier today. It smells like a... Somebody's cooking an air fryer or something, and it's coming through the vents. It has to come through the vents. Because I was smelling the microphone. I thought it was like heating like an oven. No, I was standing by the uh, kitchen sink. Is your oven on? No. Oh, yeah. So it must be coming up. It had the first time I... It smells bad. I know. It's not good. Something burnt. Uh, I might have to go check that out after this. But uh, the first time I... You guys have smoke alarms in here? Yeah, you got one. Yeah. Does it work? I think so. Okay. Well, it's not smoky. That's the thing. It's just... Kind of no, weird. and I walked outside to make sure that it wasn't smoky outside in the hallway, and it wasn't yet. Yeah, well, back to your regular programming. Uh, well, the first time I smelled it was after I made some toast, and I was oh, like, "Oh, you thought it was you? Uh oh, this isn't good." <laughs> but then I went over and smelled literally right above the toaster, and wasn't yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't there. So I will say, uh, I've had now we need to get new pans to cook because the one pan we have every time we cook with it, oh, uh, it burns. It, no, it, well, something burns. Like, I don't know if it's on the bottom or whatever. And, like, I'll make, like, vegetables or whatever, frozen vegetables, and I'll, it'll do it, and it sends off the smoke alarms every time. Oh, no. It's annoying as Yeah, I can't packed. do that. Good Even thing. if I open the door, it still doesn't. Good thing you're getting married, and you can add something to the registry or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I need money left. That's why you get presents. All right, hold this. <laughs> All right, uh, beer time. Oh, yeah. We're back on our... You know what's crazy? And I'll give this, uh, the guy, one of our good friends... Uh, Probably in a down mood because he had a terrible fantasy game and lost. But Lesh, Lesh had one of these beers. Did he? Well, he had like some. He he kept he kept asking me how to say it, and I was like, Lesh, this is I'm the wrong person to say. He had these at his place. He had a he had a Oktoberfest kind of like German beer or whatever, and it was oh. a fancy name like this. It wasn't any of these two though. Okay. What do we got? I'm gonna tell the people. Yeah, they won't be able to hear me. Oh shit! Yeah. We got the 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 round two of the pollinator. Uh, the first one is a Salvatore. It's a double Bach. Double Bach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Looks like a little darker. A little decent. And the second one. Second one is a Hefeweizen. We've had a half. Wait, 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 wait. We've had it. We've had a half of Eisen. Yep. Yeah. Do you remember what it is? A half of Eisen? Mm-hmm. No. Is it IPA? JPA? <laughs> You're gonna like it better. Uh. What's well, lighter? A half of Eisen. What is it? What is it? Wheat beer. Okay. Okay. Cool cans. What are we starting with? The double Bach? The double Bach. The Salvatore. Here's a question for you. Do you think... Makes me think of Shiner Bach down in Houston. Continue. Uh, do you think 
different countries drink like Coors Light. Yes. So you think they they had Coors like Light down in Mexico? Oh, I'm talking like Germany though, like Oktoberfest. Do you think oh, they no. have like? I don't think they drink Coors Light. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of cool. So the double Bach. Mm-hmm. The Salvatore. It kind of tastes like a little bit of an IPA. Yeah, it definitely tastes like an IPA. Definitely tastes like an IPA. Uh, <laughs> it actually goes down. I would say this, though. It actually goes down a lot smoother. There's some good flavor. Yeah, a lot of flavor. It's uh, it's just like a little bit of a heavier beer. It's not, it's not, uh, it, I wouldn't say it's a typical dark beer. No, I don't think it's a dark beer. I do think, though, like you said, I, it's definitely heavier. You can kind of, when you're, yeah, when it's going down, you can But there's some taste pretty it. good flavor. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of flavor. Flavor. Mm-hmm. Is it something where I'm just going to be like, oh my gosh, I need another one of these Salvatores? Probably not. Well, I think the hardest part about it is it being thicker, it, it would be harder to drink multiple right yeah like it's one of those where it's good because it's got a lot of flavor but it's also one where it's like i don't know if i want to mm-hmm. why well, I, I don't not know i do know i do not want to right so so what are you gonna give it i think it's a four eight okay decent scale a lot of flavor like you said there is a lot of flavor but in my eyes i just i just am not a fan not your jam i'm gonna give it a five two Okay. Yeah, similar. Uh, I don't mind it. Like, it's just I would say it's a fine beer. <laughs> um, it. Uh, I could. I could. If I ordered it at a brewery, I could probably drink it. Mm-hmm. But it. It doesn't have me like. Oh my gosh! I need to get another one of those. Or, oh, that's so good. I'm gonna try something else. But I loved that. Like, yeah. And it's just fine. It's also yeah. I'll, all on top of that, I'll say it's got like we said a lot of flavor. If you did order it, you you I'd drink it, and it's not one of those beers where it's like, oh, I have to suck this down, like some of those, where it's like I take a sip and I'm like, this is yeah awful, but yep yeah so decent that's right all right we're moving on Hefeweizen, it's a Munich wheat beer. So when you hear wheat beer, what do you think? I think Blue Moon. Ooh. Not Blue Moon. No. Wait, wait, wait. I, I might have had some on my palate. This is weird to say. I'm. Tell the people what do you hear? What do you what do you taste? What are you tasting, David? I'm definitely tasting the weedish part. I don't, the first sip I had it was like almost cinnamony for some reason. Yeah. That's, Is that real? Oh yeah. Oh, so I that's didn't a, have something on my palate. That's hundred percent real. real. I think it's pretty good though. There's definitely some cinnamon, like flavor in there. Yeah. Yeah, that I was. I thought I was crazy. That's why I had to take another one. No, yeah, there's definitely some cinnamon. I'm glad that you grabbed that. Yeah, it's it's not what you expect. No, it's not. But it, it's very light. It's very easy to drink compared to the other one. Yeah. But it definitely has that cinnamon e taste with it. I don't think it's overpowering though by any means. Do you like that? I think it's different. It's good. It's different. Mm-hmm. This is would be one that I would rather get multiple of compared to the darker ones just because it is easier to drink but yeah, little, I think it, lighter. lighter yeah lighter and I definitely stuff. I think it is though it is one of those where it's just different where it's like mm-hmm. the cinnamony kind of hits you because you don't expect it yep 
Yeah, solid. Solid. What are you going to give it? Uh, 6-4 is the score. Okay. Because I think it's good. I do think it's a good light beer. I think it it's unique. Mm-hmm. But I would say Oktoberfest probably, like the whole, these are just, these are more, I feel like, like fancy beers. What did you call them? Fancy beers? No, last time you said like, it was like dad beer or something where it was like, oh yeah, you drink one and you're good. Oh, a dinner beer? Dinner beer. It usually it's probably a dinner beer. That's why it's, or I said it would be good with dinner where it's like if you ordered a pizza. Right. You had it with dinner. Yeah. Shout out to our friend Scott Charles who used to yeah. do that and didn't drink any <laughs> oh, water. Oh, shoot. I don't want water. I don't have anything else. I'll just have a one beer. I, I actually don't know if he knew we had water in the house. Just filter. But. Oh. Uh, oh, boy. Big development I heard on TikTok today. Apparently, Britta's being sued for not filtering the water. Like, Brita filters actually not filtering the water. That will be... That's a big development. So are they going to... They're being sued. I don't know what's going to happen. We can't can't comment on an open investigation. Yeah. So stay tuned. So do you think they would reimburse everyone that bought a Brita? I don't know, but I've bought a couple. Just have to show your receipt? Well, I mean, (laughs) the likelihood that people have receipts are not high. I could show them the Brita? device in my fridge. <laughs> it's like they have a Brita spokesperson come to every city and say, yeah. message no, us. you have to take a picture and send it in. Yeah. One your, per phone number. With your initials. Yeah, one per phone number. Um, okay. Interesting. Definitely interesting. Um, what do you give this? I'm going to give it a 5.7. Five, 5.7? Seven. Five, seven? Yeah. Yeah, these are just unique beers. I think I, it's fine. Yeah, like I said, I think these are all kind of beers where they are fancier, where it's like, you're not going to drink a bunch of them to, mm-hmm. and then go out and have a good time. This is a beer totally. where you're going to drink where it's like, hey, I'm going to have dinner. Mm-hmm. I want a beer. It's a Friday night. Maybe it's a chill Friday night. Yeah. And then you just chill. Does it uh, change your answer to if you would want to go to Oktoberfest? Because this is what they're going to be having, this pack, basically. Yeah. Like I, I That's that's pretty heavy beers. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know how they do it for X amount of days. A week and a half. Yeah. I don't know if I could stay the whole time, but I do think it would be, I think it would be more so fun just because of like, to be like, yeah, we to Oktoberfest and also on top of it. Yeah. Some of these beers, like this beer would be fine to drink. I mean, the heavy beer. Totally. You just know, I mean, it's just hardware. It's like, I'm going to travel all the way to Germany for Oktoberfest where. You would have to be mixing in these Hefeweizens for the little bit of a lighter option. Yeah. And I think I would only want to stay for three or four days. I think it's just the same thing, but it'd be cool. You can only stay for six days, or you can't go at all. Which is your, which are you choosing? Not going. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Four days is the limit. Okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, this pack, your scores were five, three, six, zero, oh, four, eight, and six, four. That might be your lowest pack. It was definitely probably my lowest pack. But like I said, these are more on the fancier side, where the other yeah. packs that we've started to do or done so far. They've usually had like a very light beer or like a juicy IPA. And then an IPA. Like, yeah. So it's like, this is just, these are all just way too fancy. Yeah. My score is 5872-5257. So Oof. other than the Oktoberfest, not yeah. very mediocre. And you called that right away. Yeah. Oktoberfest. I do like Oktoberfest. I like the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. That one's a good one. Yeah. So. So there you go. There you have it. Paul and her uh, munching. And that's what they call a review. Right. All right, we're going to do NFL first. Let's get it rolling. 
I got a couple prompts for you, David. Oh boy. A couple questions for you. Uh, so trade deadline, the day that we're recording, it's already done. Yeah, it already happened. Not not a lot of uh, not a lot of news coming out. I mean, some. This is a dumb question, but so now that the trade line's done, trade deadline's done, like yeah, you can't trade players. Correct. Okay. Yes. Until the league year is over, I believe. Got it. Which That's... would which would be after the Super Bowl, I think. Um, wow. And so it's only week. Eight? Yes. Week eight going into week nine. That seems there are early. no more trades for the rest of the NFL season. Okay. Uh so with that being I mean, honestly, not a lot of like notable trades. Yeah. You know, there was some speculation, but I mean Chase Young got traded, the Montez Sweat got traded from the commanders D line. Otherwise, like the commanders went kind of full revamp. Yeah, but otherwise, not a lot of big moves. Yeah. So, if you could choose one player who you might have heard something, rumblings, that uh, would be traded, who's that player and where would they go? So, I actually was thinking about this. The one player who I actually did think was going to get traded was Derrick Henry. Mm -hmm. And I did see teams where it was like, and the hard part is there's always these rumors that fly around where it's like, oh, I heard they were talking to the Cowboys. Totally. And then the Cowboys come out and they're like, no, we haven't said We're not starting any trade talks. Yeah, yet. but I, I did think it was interesting. Like, And they've been great. The team has been great. Like the Ravens. I thought they could use a little upgrade. Yes, Derrick Henry totally. is older. Yes, Derrick Henry is. I, but here's the thing is like you watch him sometimes play and like he still kind of is that pounded running back. Mm-hmm. So like you Perfect have a guy who can Ravens. pound it up the middle and then you have Lamar who can go outside. So... I was surprised that Tennessee didn't. I think sometimes though the hard part is teams ask for so much for like a guy yeah. like him, where it's right. like, okay, hey, we want like a second round pick. Well, mm-hmm. I don't think teams are going to give up a second round pick for Derrick Henry. Right. And so it's like you kind of look at it, it's like a player like, especially at a running back position. Right. Like if you look at a player like Chase Young, and like obviously they were regrouping, but like they got him for what a third. And I think the 49ers kind of sat here and said, well, we're going to try to win now because in a few years, when Brock Purdy owes, we owe Brock Purdy money, we're screwed with all these players. So we're going to either win this year, maybe next year, but once we owe him money, somebody's got to go. And so... Well, that's like the Bears sending a second round pick for Montez Sweat, but then the the 49ers sending a third for Chase Young. Yeah. Somebody else sent a fifth, I thought. The Giants sent... The Giants got... The guy for no no, no they sent him to the Seahawks. Leonard Williams, right? Yeah, yeah. So for a fifth. But no, I, I did definitely. I definitely thought Derrick Henry was potentially going to get traded, especially being a free agent after this year. It's like, why not try to get something for him? Mm-hmm. But I guess, and also a hundred percent honesty, you guys have a rookie quarterback now. Your Tannehill's done. Yeah, he should be done. No, he'll be done. D Hop is basically not really relevant besides last game and then it's like so just trade them and regroup yeah you get think. some pieces but thing. i don't know that was my guy um okay i agree with that i think that he could have done great things in baltimore but they might be like well we're good uh second question uh cj stroud struggled this week they lost to bryce young 
yeah. in the game of the number one, number two overall picks, right? Yep. Uh, CJ Stroud was probably in a lot of people's minds running away with rookie of the year. Yep. Right? This was kind of a pullback game. Uh, is he still your rookie of the year right um, now? I, You know what? I do think he's still up there. I think... Um, it just is hard because it's like when I look at the other rookies, it's like, okay, Bijan, I know the headache game, but like Bijan has kind of been more hyped and the Falcons really haven't used him well. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young played fine, but he didn't blow me away. It first was, win. Yeah, first win. It was like 235 yards and a touchdown, sure. I, I, I still think CJ Stroud's up there. I mean, you have to look at what he's done before this game and they're three and four. Mm-hmm. I mean, people projected them to have what three wins all year. Probably, yeah. Not so that, I would maybe say five. Yeah, and I would say he's still in the discussion. Maybe it got a little bit closer, and it's kind of similar to like when we talk college football, like with the Heisman, where it's like, oh, Penix Jr. was running away with it, and then he had a game where he had like two hundred total yards, no touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't drop a whole lot, right? I still think C.J. Stroud. It is gets like, closer, but he's still in first place. Yeah, and I think C.J. Stroud is still kind of obviously there's some learning curve, but I don't is think Bryce Young second. Um, or would you say Addison second? I think Addison's making a great name for himself in second. I think. So you do think Addison second? Yeah, and I I think Addison second. But then, like I said, when you look at the other two guys, like, well, you look at Bryce Young, you look at C.J. Stroud, then you look at like the two running backs. Like, finally, Jameer Gibbs is doing something, but that's going to come to a, conclo- a close if David <laughs> Montgomery comes back. You just know that it's going to happen. Well, that's what I'm saying. And it, he showed glimpses of it, but it's also like you already know the Lions don't want to do that. Yeah. And so that's hard. And then look at Bijan. Like, they don't really use Bijan. Even when he was healthy, they didn't even use him. So is there anybody that can catch up to CJ Stroud, or you think it's wrapped up in a bow tie and it's going to happen regardless? I think if Bryce Young really comes on the rest of the year, they have a chance. But I, I, I think it's so hard for rookies of the year not to be quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Will Levis showed he was great, but you're, you're coming in halfway through the year. Yeah, so do you think so he has hard. enough time or no? No, I just don't think it's enough time. Because I think here's the thing. It's the Texans... Um, potentially could win six, seven, eight games. Like with a rookie quarterback, you're showing you can win that much. That's decent. Yeah. And you're kind of making. I mean, you're right. You're in second place in that comp- that standings, the AFC South. And no one's catching Jacksonville. No. They will come. They their defense is actually has the most takeaways in the NFL, which is crazy. But it is crazy. They're good. So, and that division's crap, anyways. But I do think CJ Stroud has proven a lot of people, and okay. so he looks good. I agree. Yeah. Uh, next question. A lot of bad offense this week. A lot of uh, a lot of bad offense. Honestly, this whole year, a lot of unders have been hitting. Yeah. A lot of team unders have been hitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, which offense in the league right now is the worst? Oh shit! I thought you were gonna go the other way. No. <laughs> I was gonna say the best is probably very easy with the Dolphins, but yeah. What is? Well, that's way too easy. But well, I'll say this. I'll say pause. Which, I'll, caveat to this before I answer your question. I think the Dolphins' offense is great. The Dolphins will run into trouble when they have to play at away stadiums where it's not nice weather. They do not play well. Yeah, we gotta we gotta push that back as long as we can. Correct. And I also think now, we especially need last the, game, we need the speed, baby. And I think last game showed. I truly do think. The Bengals' offense is back, and they're trusting T. Higgins. And I also think the Lions' offense is fun to watch. But <laughs> all right, so anyways, the back worst to the offense. Well, which is the worst offense in the league? Um, well, I'm probably gonna get some flack for this. Um, I want to say the Packers so bad, but 
I think the Packers have to be in discussion just because a lot of learning curve and Aaron Jones is finally kind of getting healthy. But yeah. also, I, I just it's just always interesting to me with teams like that. Like I know AJ Dillon's a fine running back. Aaron Jones is your guy. You just paid him a lot of money. Let him do what he's got to do. All right, so give me a bottom three, and then... Bottom three? And then you can give me your bottom one from that. Okay, so Packers. Okay. I'll say Patriots. Okay. And I would say... It's hard because they're four and three. The Steelers' offense is so bad. Um, I would say the Giants. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, you're missing the team that literally had negative passing yards for a full game. Yeah, I think the Giants are, they are the worst if I had to pick one of those two te- those three teams. Okay. Um, I do think the Patriots now will struggle a ton because obviously Kendrick Bourne's out, Mac Jones sucks. Um, Ramondre Stevenson hasn't done a lick all year. What about the Bears? Uh, here's the thing about the Bears. Here's the thing. The Bears' defense is literally god-awful. It's a boat with holes in it. It literally cannot stop anything. And the difference with the Bears is when Justin Fields comes back, I, I'm probably in the minority. I don't think Justin Fields is really that bad of a quarterback. If they just let him do I think that coaching staff is so trash. that They're so bad. You went out and got a guy like DJ Moore who has shown to be a pretty decent wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Just throw him the ball. But it's also like then... I'll also put a caveat. The Raiders' offense <laughs> no. is also dog shit. Wait, are you including them in your bottom three? Or yeah, are they not they're, they're honorable mention. Because no, are they in the bottom three or no? No, they're not. Because the Giants take the cake for sure. I think so the Giants... About, so the Raiders are better than the Packers? Yeah, I do believe so. And the, who's the other one you said? Uh, who did I say? Um, Giants, and Patriots. Patriots. I think the Patriots... No, I still will say the Giants, but I think it's Giants Patriots. I think the Packers are actually the third worst out of those three. Okay, and the the Raiders are fourth. The Raiders are definitely fourth. <laughs> okay, but I think it's just like it's just hard. I mean, here's the thing too. I'll say this: I, I can't keep putting these honorable mentions. I didn't even think about it. But like the Cardinals are dog shit too. Sorry for my language, but they're dog water too. And now they don't even have Dobbs. What about Jets? They're not. No, I think the Jets are okay. They'll be fine. The only reason is because they have a good running back. Well, it's because their defense is very good, too. But I think the Cardinals will struggle. I mean, Kyler Murray, if he won't be back this week, but he should be back the week after. Mm-hmm. When they start playing terrible teams. Yep, so they should be decent. But, I mean, watching that Raiders game was like, oh, my God. You, <laughs> I don't get it. And maybe it's me. And Stay maybe it's that soapbox, David. But if you have a top 5 to 10 wide receiver in the league, Devontae Adams, arguably top 5, yep. probably now closer to – Mid to five it's to very, ten. It's very logical to say top ten for sure. Like, there's no argument. No, he's easily in the ten, but it's hard to put him in the top five. This year especially. Yeah, yeah. But you have a guy like that. And you throw him the ball. He has one catch. Well, he had like ten targets. But, st- but these throws when I was watching these targets were awful. Like... <laughs> They threw it behind him, and yes, Devontae makes those catches sometimes. There was a first down that he should have caught easily. It was like, it wasn't a great throw, but he catches those. Yeah. But it's also like, throw him the ball every play. Yeah. Like, he, it's like Jamar Chase. It's like all these guys. They are open the majority of the time. Yeah, they are. And it's like Jimmy, or yeah, Jimmy G would drop back, and he's like, who are you looking at? Jacoby Myers? Hunter Renfro? Well, Jacoby Myers had a, has had a good year. Has had a great year, but, but it's I just, know like, what you're I just don't get it. It's like, Throw to these guys. It's like the Bears, too. It's like these great teams. You look at it like, 
when the Bills played the Buccaneers Thursday night, this is my last rant. Stefan Diggs, yes, didn't score a touchdown. Stefan Diggs still had 12 targets. Yeah. They throw to their best players, and they just throw it to them where it's like an easy curl route. That's smart. That's why they're successful. The other teams are dog. You want to bet what uh, the first play of the game is Sunday night? It hasn't been the last two games, if you want me to be honest. No, I know, but th- he, he he might be saying some things in the meetings. Yeah, see, here's the hey, thing. Hey, give me the ball, boys. Yeah, here's the thing about Diggs is you know he's vocal. You already know he's vocal. And it's not a bad thing, I don't think, because Josh trusts him. But it's also like, Dalton Kincaid looked good. They also, that game was also the come out game where it was like Josh Allen heard the critics and he's like, oh, I can't run. I'm going to freaking run. Yeah. And I'm going to run a lot. <laughs> His over-under for rushing yards was 6.5. On what? FanDuel, that's what they said. 6.5. No way. Yeah. That's what Fantasy Focus said. 6.5. Oh, my God. Yeah. They said the most rushing yards he had before that game was like 14. But even so, six and a half is Josh Allen. He had 48. Yeah. He had 10. He looked to run. And then he hurt his shoulder and he looked to run even more. Yeah. But yeah, that's my take. I think, who do you think is the worst offense? Uh, I think it, honestly, I think it right now, the Giants because of the injuries, but in like a normal scenario, I think the Packers. You think the Giants are better or worse with Daniel Jones behind the helm? Better. Easily better. Yeah. Like, they're actually a, a semi-competent offense also, with him. I want to ask you this question. So that game, they obviously lost to the Jets. But the final play before kicking the kicking the game-winning or game-tying touchdown or game-tying <laughs> field goal, wow, just embarrassing. Um, they threw it across the middle to somebody. The Jets did. The center spotted the ball. The ref never spotted the ball. Really? He came by, ran by, and he looked like he just touched it, and they spiked it with for one the, second. Oh, for the, for the Jets. Goal? For the game time field goal. Yeah, it should have not counted. I mean. That's incredible. Like, I, that. that's a loss. I wanted them to Score. kick the field goal, though. You wanted overtime? Yeah, 100%. Because I didn't, I, I mean, the Giants literally go down, miss a field goal. They didn't deserve to win the game. You know, the Giants are playing to lose. So, the hard part is you just paid Daniel Jones a ton of money. So yeah, but he's like, the only he's been. I mean, Tyrod Taylor's been the best quarterback that they've had this year, but it's uh, not not good in uh, Giant Land. Yeah, not good. Okay, I got one more question. Uh, uh, let's just move on. What was the question? I don't like it. We're gonna talk about division stuff. Oh, I mean, we can forecast this this we'll week. Do that next I think week. this week has a lot of good games. And when I say a lot of fun games, I mean it starts a lot of elite games. It starts literally it starts in... on Thursday night, baby. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's actually a good game though. I mean, it actually is like a kind of a. It's a. It's an important. Game. It's an important game. It would be a gross game probably to watch, but then you got obviously. I just Dolphins picture too. that game being like full on downpour, just like a ten to thirteen game. Oh, I'll also say this: you mentioned the unders before. Yeah. We're starting to get into that time. Where you have to check the weather reports because these games are getting sloppy. Yeah, they are. And like cold games are happening. Obviously, some teams playing don't, but like you look, there's a lot of games where it's like the weather, like the Bills Bengals. It's starting out, it's projected to start at 42 degrees. I don't like that. I really don't like that. Tickets are as low as 200 bucks, though. Decent. I'm glad that Josh Allen's a beast of a quarterback. Otherwise, I'd be really nervous. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it's For like this, this game on Thursday started at 40 degrees. It's like, what? It's crazy, but then you got a game in Frankfurt. You got the Dolphins versus the Chiefs. Elite game should be elite an elite matchup. game. Great game. Chiefs obviously coming off a kind of a interesting loss. 
They never really looked Bad like they loss. were in it. Yeah, first time in 16 years they lost to the Broncos. Yeah. Um, you have them. It'll be very interesting to see how Vikings rookie Jaron Hall mm-hmm. plays. I think that'll be very, very interesting. I think um, them against the Falcons. The Falcons are kind of also who knows who's going to play quarterback. But I think that's a good game. And the next three or four games for the Vikings are should wins. Yep. Should wins is right. Should that's wins. a good way to put it. So you have those games. You have some other close games. Sunday night, Bills, Bengals. Well, I think you have to talk Cowboys, about Eagles, Eagles. Cowboys. will be a great game. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be a very fun game to watch. I just think it's very interesting because there's a lot of games where it's like... The battle of two of the bottom four offenses right there. Giants, Raiders. Not even the lowest over-under, though. Thursday night is at 36. Ooh. Okay. And then you have the Falcons, Vikings at 37. Browns, Cardinals, 37. <laughs> if a fly on the wall asks you, which defense do you think is going to have a better performance, the Steelers or the Ravens, which one do, would you say? Um... Ravens against the Seahawks and the Steelers against the Titans. I would say the Steelers. That's what I think. At home, too. And, I mean, both teams are at home. But I think the Seahawks really aren't that bad. No, they are decent. They're winning their division. Yeah, they're winning their division and showing they can kind of do it. But And then besides that, Chargers. The Chargers are only three-point favorites over the Jets. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the Bengals. That's the Jets, though. bengals Bills game will be, be so fun. So fun to watch, hopefully. Yep. And then you got Eagles Cowboys, which will also be a great game. I mean, yeah, a lot of good games this weekend. That's the first of many. So, yeah, we'll see right. what happens. Smash don't pass quickly. Smash don't pass. My quarterback Derek Carr is the play projected fourteen point five. He plays the Bears at home. The Bears are god awful. Derek Carr. Also, I'm gonna throw this out there. <laughs> your last week smash don't pass over three. Well, you were over three, but I was one for two. But you're the two of your guys. You were like the defense, like your CJ Stroud. You were like, Carolina Panthers defense sucks. They're terrible. Held them to like 12. Points. Yeah, I know. <laughs> your wide receiver, I think. I don't know who it was. was Curtis like, Samuel. Curtis, well, he got hurt. Who's he your running hurt. back? Uh, my running back, Pacheco. Pacheco. Oh, I mean, he didn't like six play. Points. <laughs> yeah, he didn't play. He didn't play because they were losing. I think we need to stop saying defenses suck because it's just bad mojo. But I'm going Dak. 17.4 projected against the Eagles. Is Dak back? Big time game. He's had over 20 easily the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the Cowboys are starting to find something. Eagles, you cannot run on them. Tony Pollard, not a good running back. But, you know what he can do? Catch a couple good passes. Well, watch this. Transition. (laughs) I am picking Tony Pollard. Because we talked about this last week. I picked a guy, Travis Etienne, on Naren's team. He went off. It was my one win. Tony Pollard is on my team, unfortunately. Has two touchdowns total all year. If anybody cares. And it was in the first game. Yeah, first week. So he's projected 15.9. This is his lowest. Like Naram said, I think, I think, I don't really know anymore. What's he projected? Like 15? 15.9. Yeah. But you have, like you said, he's going to get a lot of dump offs. He's going to have to play the whole game because you hope it's close. This is the one game. Where last game again, he doesn't play. He doesn't play. (laughs) He's only played like two full games and I think, or two Mm -hmm. full games twice. That's right. So... Uh, my running back is going to be Daryl Henderson. If you know anything about me, you know I love me some Daryl Henderson. He's projected 12.9. They're playing the Packers. so In Green Bay. In Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Stafford's hurt. So they're either going to have to run the ball more, which I think is going to happen, or if they don't run the ball, he's not going to be able to throw it that far. Mm-hmm. I don't think he can grip it really well. So he's, well, he's just going to like UCL in his thumb. Correct. Yeah. So he's just going to dump it off. And if you're talking pass catching running back for the Rams right now, it's all Daryl Henderson. Yeah. So twelve point nine. That's easy. 
Yep. My uh, wide receiver pass catcher is Jamar Chase, projected 22.9, very high. That is high. Tied for the second highest. Uh, he's actually tied with Diggs at 22.9, but they also play the Bills, like yeah, we said, second. Sunday night. I mean, this should be just an absolute shootout. I hope both teams score 30 points. And so 22.9, Jamar Chase is starting to come on again. So Does he like cold games? Uh, well, it's at home, so hopefully. All right. Don't uh, really have an excuse if it's at your home field and it's cold. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Michael Pittman Jr. He's projected 14.2. He's had like 16, 18. He made his uh, he made his thoughts known that he wasn't happy. He wasn't as involved in the offense Since prior to last week. Uh, I'm going back to the Carolina Panthers. Uh oh! I know. <laughs> I gotta do it. So they're gonna get Michael Pittman involved early and often. He's a volume guy. They play so fast. They mm-hmm. throw it a lot. Yeah. And uh, they also always seem like they're in like close games but always behind like yeah the last few weeks I like the rounds it. and everything they're just behind it but they'll I still put it. up 30 points exactly it's so, amazing there you go there it is who's your dog of the week woof, woof. who's yours bucks bucks yeah. mine is the washington commandors bucks play the texans i think the texans go on a little bit of a losing streak right now yeah baker mayfield's actually not bad the bucks are two and a half point underdogs in houston and i think that I mean, one, they got a more experienced quarterback. Two, they got more established weapons on offense. Mm-hmm. And the Buccaneers know that they kind of got to get it going here. Otherwise, they're going to fall behind in their division. And, I mean, nobody really expected Houston to do very well. I could see a potential bounce back game for them, knowing that they just lost to Carolina, being their first win of the year. However... I think that the Texans start to come back to a little bit more of expectations going into this year, which is a very mediocre team. Still better than they've been in the last couple of years, but mediocre. mediocre. Yeah. So I had the commanders. So there we go. Hopefully they can stop somebody. Well, yeah. Well, they're also playing the Patriots, which it's like a lot easier offense than Oh yeah. the Eagles. So. There you go. We'll see what happens. All right. Cool. Let's move to NBA. We're going to talk Western Conference here because we talked Eastern Conference last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, First thing, James Harden just got traded today. Initial thoughts to the Clippers. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about James Harden. Um, How How do you feel about the Clippers team now that he's on the Clippers? I think it will help. He's an established point guard, but I think when you have those three guys with like apparently a healthy Kawhi Leonard and a healthy Paul George. And I Russell Westbrook. And Russell Westbrook. I think it's just one of those things. Now you have four very good players. I should say very good in quotes, but decent players, above average players. Mm-hmm. So they should make a little push. At there. least previously all-star caliber players. Right. And this is, and I, I will say this, when I think of... Um, like the Clippers, I think like they are solid. Like even without James Harden, and now you add a good player like that. The hard part is it's just one of those things where it's like there's one ball on the court, so who takes it? Yep. And so it's been Paul George's team and Kawhi Leonard's team. So does James Harden just come in and be a facilitator? Maybe. No. But he wants to score. Yes, he did make it known that he wanted to go back to his uh, scoring champ days, yeah. which is why the Rockets did not want him in the off season. So do you, so it's got to be Russell Westbrook's point guard, right? James Harden's kind of shooting guard? 
Because mm. Russell can't shoot. I know, but the problem is James Harden wants the ball in his hands. To do pick and rolls and stuff? He just wants the ball in his hands. That's what I'm saying. It's just hard because, they, they, yes, on paper, you like it because you're like, oh, you guys have great name players. But it's also like, like I said, there's one ball. The, the hard part is it would be amazing if they had somebody that was willing to, like... Strictly pass? No. I won't say that, but I will say, like would be willing to not always be playing with the starters and be willing to kind of like cross over and play with the reserves. But all four of these guys, I think, have big egos except for Kawhi, who's the best one. Mm-hmm. And so it, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the personalities mesh in terms of like actually playing. Right. Like I said, I think on paper, it's like, oh, wow, great. And the thing yeah. is, he didn't want to play for the Sixers. So the Sixers were like, all right, we've got to get something. They actually work. got a lot. For, yeah, they got a lot. A lot for him. Yeah. Um, when a guy doesn't want to play for you, too, you really have no option. At this point, it's like we've talked about this in past episodes where the player now has the like the power where it's like, I don't want to play. So I'm just going to sit out. Yeah, and the Clippers gave up a lot for him. Yeah, it's crazy. Russell Westbrook only has. I saw one. It's a two-year, seven million dollar contract. Yeah, it was very low. That's so low. Uh, I saw one thing that there was like potentially a third team that was going to get involved and uh, add in a first-round pick into this trade. Really? That part I don't really understand because no. why would a third team get involved, not receive the player? But, yeah, but add also, in a first round pick. Yeah. To they have send to, to the Sixers. Right? They have to get something. Yeah. But like I don't understand. Like, oh, we want to be involved in the trade. We'll give a first round pick. We'll receive whatever. Right. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. No, rationally. I don't know. But you doubt there's has to be more to it, but I agree with you. I just don't understand yeah. that rationale. Alright, so we're talking Western Conference. Uh let's start Northwest. Because that's going to be the Wolves division. You want to start yeah. there or you want to end there? Oh, we can start there. I think All that's right, so a good... So we're starting there. We got Denver. We got OKC. We got the Wolves. We got Utah Jazz. And we got the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, I mean, I think... How do you look at this division? Well, it's Denver's division. Um, or Denver's, yeah. I mean, I think Denver's whole conference. But yes, the Denver Nuggets have started out without a slouch. They have no championship slouch. They They're have very no good. hangover. Mm-hmm. And I think even OKC is kind of fun to watch. I mean, it's still early, so it's kind of like it's a long season. But, I mean, when you look at it, it's like when you watch this Denver team, they they just play so well together, and all of them are so unselfish where it's like, yes, it goes through Jokic, but it's also like, okay, Murray will step up and hit shots. Aaron Gordon will have a good game. It's like they just know their roles, but they don't all have to score 30 points, you know? Where it's like, I mm-hmm. this sounds horrible, but like, you look at the Timberwolves. If the Cat and Ant don't score 30, we're probably not winning that game. I mean, they're shooting a 40 to 50% of the time. They have to combine for about 45 points. At least, at, right? At 45 is kind of like the minimum Yeah, that those two have to combine for, for the Wolves. Right. I, I, you'll notice a theme with how I look at these divisions in the Western Conference. There's kind of three groups to me in each of the divisions. Uh, in this Northwest division, you got Denver, clearly the number one team in the division, and I think the in the conference. Mm-hmm. So they're in a class of its own. Then you got Oklahoma City and Minnesota. High expectations, mm-hmm. 
Uh, we'll see if they actually put it onto paper. Yep. Um, but Oklahoma City, a lot of young guys, they were pretty good last year. They all are hoping to make a step forward and like be in a pretty good spot come the end of the year. Yeah. The Wolves, also a lot of established guys. They have the best roster that they've had in a lot of years on paper. And so will they be able to actually like put, put, it, it, put it into fruition? Yeah, 100%. So no, that, I agree. that's group two. Group three is the Jazz and the Blazers playing for the future. Yeah, yeah. So they're kind and, of irrelevant. and in theory, two of the worst teams in the in the conference. Yeah, hundred percent. That's how I'd look at that division. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think the thing is with the Timberwolves, it's kind of one of those things where like last year was good, but like how do we take the next step? Well, I would say last year was fine. Yeah, it was. It was good. It wasn't great. It's was fine. It's fine. But it's like it's so hard. I mean. At this point right now, it's just hard because, like, Denver is in a whole tier above everybody. Mm-hmm. So, and I think OKC's kind of grown a little bit, too. Like I said, it's early. It just will be interesting, like you said, how the new guys gel. I mean, the first game, Cat and Ant shot 55 times. And they were combined, like, 13 of 55. Well, that's tough. Yeah. So, but it, but that's... I mean, the Wolves just haven't put it all together. Just, and it's still early. It's still early. They'll go on a streak. To go. Yeah, they'll go on a run. They'll go on whatever, but it's just... We'll see what happens, so... Yeah. All right, let's go to the Pacific. Yeah. You got Phoenix, Golden State, Sacramento, Clippers, and Lakers. I mean, here's Basically the... Basically all the West Coast. Yeah, and I think here's the thing about these five teams is like... You could make an argument for each team to win this... To be the top of this division. You could. I think the Lakers, yes. I mean, I don't know. It's hard for me to say the Lakers just because it's like, okay, you already know they're going to sit out multiple games. Mm. Whatever. They're getting a little older, but they're still not bad. Clippers obviously just added James Harden. They should be solid if they can stay healthy. Kings are always fun to watch. They play no defense, but they're very good. They kind of, even last year in the playoffs, gave Golden State a little bit run of their for their money. And I think Phoenix obviously going big time over the offseason with Bradley Beal. It's like, Obviously, health is an issue, but they're expecting to be very good. Mm-hmm. They have to be one of the favorites. Yep. And Golden State's Golden State. My, I would say my breakdown is Golden State Phoenix together as established teams and players mm-hmm. that are expecting very high results. Yeah. And are not going to be happy with anything but a championship. Uh, the second category is Sacramento. They did it once. Awesome. Little pat on the back. Yeah. What can you do now? How are you going to come back in year two? I think they have. You think they're in an old tier by themselves? Yes. Okay. Uh, how are you going to come back and, and do it for the second year in a row? Mm -hmm. You surprised everybody. Good job. Three seed last year. What are you going to do this year? Uh, and I was watching when they were playing the Warriors the other night, and they play very similarly. The announcers were saying that, and I actually agree with that. And I think that that actually helps them because they're a little bit younger. Uh, so in theory, you would think that the the players are going to stay a little bit more healthy most likely mm-hmm. uh they're gonna play a few more games than maybe some of the older guys that are gonna take a night or, or two off for rest so i think that, that will help them um 
as the year goes on. Yep. And then the third group is the Clippers and the Lakers. They have uh, good players. They didn't necessarily put it together last year because of health, a healthy, uh, well, health uh, and just like figuring out all of the drama mm-hmm. in LA. And so they sh- this category is they should be good but you're waiting for the shoe to drop of like, this is why they're actually not good. You're That's waiting, why I put yeah. those two together. Yeah, you're not to say that for... they're like at the bottom of the division, right? But those two are just like, they should be good, but why aren't they actually good? Yeah. Well, you're kind of waiting, I think, for both of them. They obviously have on paper superstars, but yeah. obviously those superstars are getting older. But also at the same time, you're waiting for that shoe to be like. Okay, well, Anthony Davis is going to have to miss the next six games. Exactly. Kawhi Leonard's out for 10 games. And yeah. it's like, yes, I get it's only 10 games, but you James kind of Harden's like sitting out the next five. <laughs> right. And it's just like, it just doesn't, I mean, when they're all together, sure. But I think the hard part is then even once you get to the playoffs, like with the Clippers, obviously new with James Harden, it's like, they got to gel throughout the year, right? You can't yeah. just start in the postseason and be like, hey, we're all back healthy. Exactly. Yes, on paper, you're great, but you haven't played together. Exactly. So. All right, last division. We got Southwest. We got Dallas, New Orleans, Memphis, San Antonio, Houston. Um, you got an, you got a good feel for this division. I mean, I I think the Pelicans will be good. I think they'll be solid. They have a chance to be the top. I don't ever think the Mavericks are very good. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but watching them play, I'm like, okay, I get it. Luca's a great player, but every time I watch him play, I'm always like, you put a solid defender on him. Granted, we have one of the best. And McDaniels, but like he just doesn't, he's not, he hits tough shots. But I think against the Timberwolves, he probably averaged 18, 20 points. Mm, I think it may be a little more than that. Maybe 25. But I'm saying, yeah. like, around him, who do you have? Like, Kyrie's not the same, I don't think, anymore. You have. It's all, it's Lucas team. It's Lucas team. And I so. think here's the thing you look at the bottom three right now. Memphis has struggled without Ja. Yeah. Um, Houston Rockets, well, still the Houston Rockets. They'll probably still be building. San Antonio, obviously a young team with Wemby and all them. So it's like those top two, yeah, should be at the top two. I think the Pelicans will overtake the Mavericks, though, and win that Southwest. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. I just don't think the Mavericks are good. I think this uh, I think this division is not very good. I, I would say Dallas and New Orleans are together. Yeah. Um, there's not even a middle tier. You can't. Even, there's just the middle tier is Memphis. Yeah, once Jock comes back, I think the I think Memphis is going to struggle at out of the gates. Obviously, they their hope is they win enough games so that when Jock comes back, that they can they're close enough to the rest of the field where they can sneak in. Yeah. Well, and I then, also think, and then the bottom two. Houston, I also think losing Stephen Adams is very. I mean, he was a crucial part to that team. Yeah, totally. As much as we don't want to say it, like he was a crucial part. And so then, obviously, you lose Johns. I agree. Dylan Brooks and eh, still had his villain role, but it was like, okay, now you got a whole new thing. So yeah, yeah, not worried about that. Uh, so do you have an order of uh, what you think the Western Conference is as a whole? Yeah. Just well, I like think Denver. I think Denver is for sure number one for me. Okay. Still, that's, that's what I have as well. I'm gonna throw Phoenix as number two. Yep, me too. I'm gonna throw Golden State as number three. Yep, me too. <laughs> Uh, this is not planned. Um, I'm saying like we we have the same top what three, top, same top three. But I am pretty confident that starting now we're gonna yeah because I already said I don't like the Mavericks, so I'm not putting them there. Did uh, you? No. 
I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say the Kings are four. Wow. Okay. Never mind. That's, we have the same. That is who I have. Yeah. Okay. So we have the Kings at four. I'm gonna say. Timberwolves at five. God, I have the Clippers at five. Okay, Clippers at five. I'm gonna say Timberwolves at five, Clippers at six. Okay, I have the Wolves at six. Mavericks so at flip. seven. Okay. Thunder <laughs> at eight. Damn. Did you see my list? Is this the same? Not decent. <laughs> uh, I have Dallas at seven and Thunder at eight. So, th- uh, who did I say? Wait, did I flip those? No, that's what you had. Oh, Thunder at eight. I'm gonna say how many? How many do you want me to do the whole thing? Yeah. I'm gonna say Lakers at nine. Pelicans at 10. Um, Memphis at 11. I forgot about Memphis, but I, I don't think Memphis would be great, especially have one fourth through the year you're going to be. So you're keeping them at 11? I'm going to keep them at 11. Okay, so I have the Lakers at 9, which is what you had. Yep. And then I have Memphis. Memphis at 10 and New Orleans at 11. So we flipped New Those Orleans two. and Memphis. Um, and then I'm going to go with. Um, it's just a crap sheet here. Uh, let's go with the Spurs. Let's go Spurs, Jazz, Tra- no, Spurs, Trailblazers, Jazz, Rockets. Okay, I went Jazz at 12, San Antonio 13, Rockets at 14, Portland at 15. Okay. So the bottom four. So essentially top 11, <laughs> we had the Clippers and Wolves flip-flopped at 5 and 6, and we had the Grizzlies, Pelicans flip-flopped at 10 and 11. Otherwise, the exact same. Yeah. I mean, it's, I that's think it's, honestly... It's surprising. I actually I'm didn't shocked. look at the list, and I actually just did that off the top. But I think when you look at the teams, though, like, and we've I've already we've already seen Denver. Like I said, Denver's no slouch. They're going to keep playing. They want to yeah. win again. Right. And so you even watched it at the first game. You were like, oh, they're going to come out. It's whatever. They came out, and they were like, no, we are winning this again. Wow, I'm shocked that that just happened. I think Phoenix Suns will be fun to watch. Obviously, health is a huge thing. I mean, Bradley Beal's already been a little bit hurting. Yeah. And so stuff like that. But... I don't know. I think it, like health is so tough to say, but I think when you look at the Western Conference as a whole, like that Pacific is just going to beat up itself, mm-hmm. and that's very strong. And then that's the Southwest is crap, is crap. And then the Timberwolves hopefully make a push, but it's like that whole Pacific, those five teams are all good. That's why I think that uh, the Wolves and the Thunder will be a little bit better than you might think is because they get to play the Jazz and the Blazers more. And they won't beat up on each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think, it, I think it will be good. I think... It will be very fun. It will be very interesting to see who the Nuggets lose to. I mean, obviously they'll lose some games throughout the year, but totally. Out of eighty-two games, sixty wins is that out of the ordinary? Is sixty-five wins out of the ordinary? Like I would say sixty to sixty-three. Do you think they'll be the number one team in all of the most wins the whole year out of anybody? Mm, no. Okay. Because I think there's more bad teams in the East. Got it. Where like the that. good teams can. Easily beat them. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Hundred percent. So yeah, I think that'll be fun to watch. There you have it. All right. Uh, Fave four. Fave four. It is. It's Halloween when we're. Uh, Today is Halloween. Today. Recording it. So. We're doing Fave four. Halloween candies. Candies. So like this is like not just your typical candy. This is just like what you wanted. Like you know when you went trick or treating, and they gave you the basket. What did you pick? I'm not saying it. No, no, but no, this is what I'm saying. Do you get what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, you can't be like, uh, I don't know, like some candy that you could just get from the like, grocery store, gas station. You know what I'm saying? The big bag of Kit Kat that I have on my on my counter. It's a big, yeah. <laughs> All right, heads or tails? Heads. Um, heads, tails. Tails. 
Uh, I'll go. Uh, I'll go first. I'm gonna start it off with Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> okay. If I mean, that's the only logical choice for number one. Uh, correct. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Um, I do love Milky Way, but I'm not gonna pick them. What? Okay. Interesting. I'm gonna pick uh, Twix. Okay. And gold bag, right? Regular Twix. Regular. Okay. I don't even. Honestly, I don't even know what the other ones are. Well, they all these candies have done so much stuff. Um, that's number one. Number two. Honestly, I'm just going based off of excitement that I would like. Uh, I'm gonna go two Butterfinger. Okay. That uh, might be a weird pick. Number two, I think I think here's the thing about Butterfinger. I freaking love Butterfinger milkshakes, and that's what I'm using it for. <laughs> either people either like Butterfinger or they're like, "What the? Fuck oh my god, Butterfinger milkshake! Get that!" Because you're in... talking about Culver's concrete mixer. <sighs> um, put that in a concrete mixer with Reese's peanut butter cups, and I might just propose to you. Uh okay. Um, uh, anyways, back to our original programming. Um, it's wedding week, baby. Yeah. Uh, my second pick, I'm going to just go with the classic Snickers. I think Snickers is a solid candy. And then my third pick, I'm going to go with... Do you really want solid for number two, though? Uh, I'm going to go with Skittles. Just red, red bag. The regular? Red Well, that's... Oh, well, pause, pause, pause. God. This is... What the heck? This is what comes in just the big bags. I'm not going to buy specific Wait a minute. Things. That's why I said it has to be a Halloween candy. Like, when you go to Target, you buy the Halloween bag to give out. The red bag? Uh, oh my gosh, that is so mid. Okay, we're not... We're 30 oh. years old. We're not saying mid. I just said it. Yeah, that's bad. Alright, so who's your fourth pick? Let's hear and this I get one. three, four. Okay, go three, I only four. have two. Yeah, keep going. Uh, Alright, so I got Twix and I got Butterfinger. I'm gonna go with Mm, let's go with uh, I'll get a non-chocolate one I'm going to go Swedish Fish Okay, I think that's a pretty solid pick yeah I'm not a big Swedish Fish guy but people like it and last pick I'm going to go with mm, 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 mm. I'm going to go with Kit Kat Okay. Uh, that bag on the counter just got me thinking about it. Yeah. I'm going to go with my last was the 100 grand bar. That's a good pick. I thought you were going to say that. Not, but then you have this big bag you already told people you cannot say Kit Kat. I know. Um, I love 100 grand, but it's more. People like, remember uh, that was Naram's, one of Naram's favorite DQ blizzards. Wasn't that the new? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Episode something. I mean. Season one, I think, way back in the See me at Culver's. Yeah. Uh, so there you have it. All right. Let us know. Happy Halloween. Stay safe. Peace. <laughs> See y'all. <laughs>